Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. (laughs) Warriors lost a close one to the Kings. Unfortunately, it was the Harrison Barnes revenge game. Career high set for him. Um, Warriors turned the ball over on the final possession. And it was, yeah, interesting night. Interesting night. No defense played (laughs) (laughs) by either team, really. 134 to 133. And just a just a hell of a game. Just a hell of a game. Let's kind of Yeah. It it was very exciting. Like pressure was up, you know. It, it things like started to come back <laughs> to where you know you're yelling at the screen. <laughs> you're like, why isn't this person doing this or that? Um but it was still a very exciting uh high octane. <laughs> game and it literally came down to the wire and uh <sighs> I thought we had this one I really did I did too to be honest um I thought eventually Harrison was going to cool off he didn't really I mean I think he missed his he last did. shot but yeah um he ended up with 39 points making everything dis- no matter what the defense was I think most of his shots were contested well he just hit him and the Warriors had a chance at the end well two chances at the end to take the lead yeah. um, they call an uh, out-of-bounds play to get Kamingo on the block ends up losing the ball could have been a foul could have not been a foul you know it is what it is but they get another opportunity after the Kings just blow two free throws and they turn it over so can't really blame, <laughs> can't really blame anybody there. I guess we can discuss that last play, right? What should have happened? Some people say they should have called a timeout. Whatever. Prior to once once the rebound was secured, but mm-hmm. then you run the risk of a set defense, and now you know, and you've got only fifteen seconds left at this point to to do something. Mm -hmm. Or you grab the rebound and you go like they did. And, you know, Curry gets 
doubled and loses the ball. But in, in that moment of him getting doubled, you do see Kerr calling for a timeout and not being granted it. And, you know, no one else on the court is calling for the timeout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So for those who didn't watch the game, yeah. the scenario is the Kings are up 134 to 133. Kevin Herter has two free throws and he misses both of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. On the second one, Clay secures the rebound. He dribbles up the court a little bit. They have a little bit over 10 seconds, maybe once he passes half court. They kind of all converge to the ball like like children. Yeah. <laughs> Steph ends up with the ball. He tries to dribble from the right side of the court to the left side. He passes over Dre for like kind of like a screen, and he gets doubled because that's what happens when Steph comes off a screen especially with the game on the line teams are just not going to let him get a clean shot off, especially the Kings. Cause he's hit so many big clutch shots against them. They hard double him and he loses the ball. Fox secures it. And that's game pretty much. So I personally think he should have passed it to Draymond. Mm. Now Draymond's not the guy to hit the shot, right? Maybe the Kings would have forced him to hit the shot, whatever, but it was enough time for Draymond to actually take a dribble or two and maybe get a shot at the rim, you know, because you're only down by one. So he can get that. But it's a two-on-one in that situation, a three-on-two, something. Mm-hmm. Somebody's open because it's a hard double. Yeah. So whether it's Draymond taking the shot, which I'm fine with because he's wide open, or him drawing another defender and then either Clay Wiggins or Kaminga somehow getting a shot, that's probably the better outcome than Steph trying to out-dribble two guys in that situation, 30 feet from the basket. That's just my opinion. But, you know, what do you think? Well, I I think it was just so bang, bang, like how it was going, because as you're watching it, your heart is racing and you're just like, oh my gosh, we're coming down to it. Like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And, you know, they do converge on him and he, he still kind of like gets away from them a little bit, but they kept coming but we don't really see anyone else saying oh my gosh time out time out time out because he still has possession of the ball and anyone on the court could have called time out aside from Steve literally calling for a time out so mm-hmm. it, it's just one of those just kind of like tough luck that he loses the ball because had he you know he doesn't lose it there. He probably does raise up to try to pass it to Draymond. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So because the time still hadn't run out because once he loses it, the ball's still like dribbling a few before, you know, time is mm-hmm. expired. So yeah, tough Just break, tough break. Yeah. yeah, tough break. Uh, their defense, <laughs> their defense. Um, I think this was more coaching today than anything. I'll say that, um, you know, I'm typically not the whole like fire Steve thing. And I'm not saying fire Steve or anything like that. I will say that this game, the game plan could have been tweaked a little bit. I don't think the Dario Looney lineup should, should see the court period ever again this season for this team. (laughs) Ever, 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 ever. Don't play it. Just don't play it. They're too slow. They're too slow. Mm, Yeah. There's not a single team in the NBA that 
calls for them two to be playing on the court together unless you just have so many players injured that you have to. You know, Draymond Green is back. This is what his second game, third game back. Third game, third game. Start him. Well, I yeah, but I think they were still kind of like, all right, we know Looney does do well on Sabonis. So it was kind of just like Draymond's still on a minute's restriction. And I think after this game, there will be no more minutes mm-hmm. restriction and he will be back in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like they, I mean, single, single game plus minus is, is flawed, but they were both minus 15, Dario and Looney. Ooh. And Dario was out there actually playing pretty well, right? 14 points. He missed only one shot, hit four threes, got a bunch of assists and rebounds. Yeah. But the defense was so bad with them mm. on the court because the Kings have so many perimeter players pretty much right they have just Sabonis as a big and everybody else is either a wing or a guard and they're just too slow out there can't play in transition yeah can't can barely stay in front of guys in the half court um so Dario and Looney alone are both slow players when you play them together it's just <laughs> devastating right like it's just not not it and on the flip side you got Draymond and Kaminga both coming off the bench Draymond's a plus 14 and Kaminga's a plus 16. So it just kind of shows you, you know, you need to mix and match a little bit better probably mm-hmm. and, you know, lean into your best guys for that particular night a little bit more. Like Draymond, 31 minutes, coming at 30 minutes. Dario and Looney, 36 combined. Like that should, probably should have been like 20 combined, to be honest. And you give that extra 16 to those two guys. But I understand a minutes restriction, whatever the case may be. I just don't think that was the best coaching decision tonight. I mean, he he blew up the minutes restriction in this game. It was kind of like, all right, let's take him out. And then it was quickly, you know what? Screw it. You got to get back in because we are trying to win this game. And we almost did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um people on the timeline were complaining about the three guard lineups and stuff like that. That's when those lineups were actually kind of like doing well. They were surprisingly because normally it it doesn't always really work that way. But I think because Corey actually started playing better Mm -hmm. than he's had before. So he still doesn't know when to cut, but um, he at least hit his threes and grab some crucial rebounds and was kind of being a pest on the defensive end. But again, it was, he played better because normally he's not playing this well. Mm -hmm. So it does kind of just like, why is he out there? What is he doing? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) yeah, he's actually, he's, he's hitting shots now. That makes a huge difference when you can actually hit a shot that's just an immediate boost to your value. And, you know, the Kings are a small team. Like I said, like they, they have Sabonis, but outside of that, it's just guards and a few guys who are above six, eight, really like just two other guys. So you can get away with three guard lineups against a team like this because they play three guard lineups and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, that was, that was okay. Paz had a, had a, a good game as well. Pretty much everybody, that wasn't a center 
<laughs> had a good game. So, I mean, that's like I said, Steve, I mean, I get it. They have Sabonis, but like you got to be a little bit more, you know, proactive in terms of figuring out, okay, what lineups do does this particular matchup require of us? Like, what do we need to put out there on the, on the court to give us the best chance to win? And I mean, like he, I guess he did that in the second half. He started leaning into that lineup that we were talking yeah. about before where it's Steph, Clay, Wiggins, JK and, and Draymond. And they were, they were okay. They were doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they got the athleticism out there. They got the shooting out there. It's just a matter of, you know, putting everything together getting the rhythm and, 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 and doing what needs to be done. But I mean, it just wasn't, it wasn't their night in terms of uh, getting over the hump of the fake shooting of Harrison Barnes tonight. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Uh, every time I was just like, nah, this dude is really not. Is he really out here making all of these shots? I mean, like their whole team, Sabonis hit two threes. Yeah. Maybe on Mitchell hit three threes. Like, okay. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like, all right. Like, I guess I tell you, we're the we're the get right team. Like, you come play us, you get right. You just get right all of a sudden. <laughs> you ain't had a shot in a minute. You about to get right with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how? <laughs> yep, insane. Insane. Twenty two threes for the Kings tonight. Um, Warriors could have won the game on the free throw line tonight, but they missed five. Mm. Uh, Draymond. Mm. Missed Draymond three. missed. Yeah, Draymond missed a few that it was just like, ooh, we need those. Gotta hit those. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But um, this was a missed opportunity for them because the Kings are one of the teams that are ahead of them in the standings. If you have won this game, you would have gained one whole game on them. Mm. And that would have been great. But now they're even more out of reach, and they are, I believe, the sixth seed. So – they are the team you gotta you gotta get to if you want to get out of the play in. Or they're not even in the play in. Right. right. We sitting at what twelve? Like we are sitting at twelve. Yikes. Yeah. But again, we have two less games played than everyone. So that's true. That that is something. Cause when I looked at that, I was like, yikes, how we get down the and I was like, that's right, we haven't played. So <laughs> <laughs> right. Still concerning. Um, still concerning, though. Still concerning. <laughs> they'll they'll ultimately determine their own fate when it gets to that point because they'll have those two games to make up, uh, and they'll know what everybody else's record is beforehand. Um, it looked it looked for a second like Steph's shot was coming back. I mean, like his shot ain't gone, but I'm just saying, okay. like it looked like he was going for one of those like heater games where mm-hmm. he hit like ten threes. He hit five in the first quarter, I think. Yeah, he like scored 18 points or something in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, a few of those were threes, so it it he definitely looked like he was he was getting there. But again, he still he was able to finish tonight. Mm-hmm. He was taking it in there, getting hit, no calls, but still going in there and making them. It wasn't the whole like, ah, oh, he's missing all his layups. No, he was hitting them. Mm-hmm. Even the the couple of middies that he took. So I, I think still overall he had decent shot selection and he was making them. So Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm never worried about Steph at all. Like 
he's getting up there in age, obviously, but like to me, he doesn't seem like he's like on a decline or anything like that. Like I'm sure there's like some slight decline just as all mm-hmm. aging players, but people being, I guess like getting freaked out over some shooting or getting freaked out over his finishing around the rim. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that yet. Like I, I think he's, he's fine. It's a matter of rhythm. It's a matter of space and having the yeah. ability to, you know, not face three, four defenders every time. He yeah. Cause Keegan was all in his jersey like yeah. just and because he knows he has a guy helping on his left and a guy helping yep. on his right like it's and it's whatever it is what it is i think that's just going to be the case until they get a little bit more um you know help in internally or maybe teams just start adjusting to other players around him a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, speaking of a potential player like that jonathan kaminga i believe he set his career high in points i could have sworn he scored uh, 30. 31 before, but I think this oh, is okay. correct. It could be. We're close to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he was, yeah, he was out he, there. He, yeah. he was doing it. He was. I mean, again, it's with the still stay, stay focused with it. Don't get caught up with the refs. Mm-hmm. There was definitely some clear uh, contact that was being made on him, and they were not calling it. But you got to just get up and get back, hustle back on defense. Like, just, we know, but we just need you to just keep it moving. Because once you get caught up in that, then now it's a four-on-five situation on the other end. But but overall, I still think that he kept it together mm-hmm. for the most part. And he played really solid. Yeah, he's... I mean, it's yet another game. He's coming off the bench, scoring over 20. He got 31. I think he's kind of coming into his own mm-hmm. in a way that he's confident in what he can do. He's comfortable in his role. The team is comfortable in his role as well. They're calling plays from at the end of the game. Like they put the game on the line. They put the ball in. ATO. Yeah, yeah. So we that's drawing huge. this up for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. I mean, he's putting guys in the basket. And, um, you know, he was he he was a plus 16 tonight. He's putting guys in the basket. He's kind of physically imposing his will in a way that he wasn't really able to before because he didn't have the patience and the skill to, to kind of go with it now. But his hand was a lot better. His jump shot is a lot better. He's taking his time on post ups and it's, you know, it's turning into hyper efficient interior scoring that this team desperately needs. Absolutely. And he's got the perfect hype man for that. And that's Draymond Green. That's Draymond Green. Just pumping him up the entire time, letting him know, you you that dude, you that dude, and go get it. You mm-hmm. know, so you see anytime, you know, an and one that Kaminga gets, Draymond's right there, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. flexing and all that. And, you know, so. And Kaminga clearly speaks about how Draymond has been the one in his ear saying, no, you do have this. You can do this, you know, stay focused, stay, no, just do this right here. You know, giving him that advice on defense and everything like that. So, and Draymond finding him on offense, like, yo, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to get you set up in the perfect spot to just go at it. So, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they even mentioned it when they initially got Chris Paul. Draymond talked about how he was reaching out to Chris Paul about how he connects with young guys and because all the young guys that play with Chris Paul have, you know, blossomed into good players, especially the bigs. So Draymond mentioned how he was going to try to work with Chris Paul on how to connect better with uh, Jonathan Kaminga. And it seems to be working. I'm not going to attribute that to Chris Paul, but what I'm saying is Jamon seems to uh, like found his leadership voice back in that connection with Jonathan. That's going to, that's blossoming into something that can ultimately help this team in the short future, long term future, whatever the case may be. But it's, it's good because it's helping Jonathan turn into the player that they need him to turn into much faster. Right. Uh, and it's, like I said, it's very similar to Jordan, right? Draymond took Jordan under his wing. Obviously that didn't end well, but it, it, it sped up Jordan's development process. Right. Um, and we are seeing that right now with Jonathan and it's encouraging. It's exciting because it's like, okay, that's one less guy we got to worry about. Now teams are going to be asking about him, but like at this point it's like, we need to see something that makes us really, really, really think hard about it for us to even consider it. And I think that should be the mentality. They're much yeah. more, like movable pieces on this team that need to be moved. We're not going to go into detail there, but yeah, I think he's solidifying himself as like, okay, I am a guy that you can rely upon going forward to build this team and put it back into contention. Right. Absolutely, because I, I think you're seeing it with the connection that him and Draymond do have, but also you see the connection that he has with Curry out there. And then now him and Clay as well. Like it's mm. all just kind of they're all meshing quite well. And it's like if you pluck him out of it and send him, you're kind of just like, uh, I mean, we literally had this thing going now. Mm -hmm. What? You know, because he's kind of like the release valve. Like, Definitely. look, it doesn't always have to be on Curry, but Curry is going to draw all of that attention and he, he's going to find Kaminga mm -hmm. to get the easiest basket, okay? So I, I just think it's all, like you said, it's all coming together. It's clicking for him. And just what a difference from the start of the season to right now. It's just like, of course he's closing. Like, what are we doing? Yes, he's yeah. he's closing. Before it was kind of like, listen, I don't know, homie getting a little, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ISO and not really having the handle and just, you know, going into traffic unnecessarily. But now it's, like you said, the patience, taking his time, you know, just kind of surveying everything and then going after it. So. Mm -hmm. Really yeah, great. you hit the nail on the head with the term release valve. Like, that's exactly what he is, right? He gets to play one-on-one -on -one a lot because teams don't want to give Steph and Clay space, and they don't want to almost – they don't want to give Draymond space because Draymond would just screen for one of those two dudes, and now those dudes are open, so they stay attached to him as well. And he's allowed to play on an island with a lot of guys, and those guys just can't stick with him, whether it's a big that's too slow or it's a small that's too too small. Right. <laughs> or sometimes guys can match him step for step in strength and then he just jumps over him. So it's like, it's, it's a, it's a three, you know, it's a three thing, three, three, like three headed thing. monster, three headed sure. monster. Exactly. <laughs> like you, you gotta really, really be a great athlete to stick with him. So 
that's super encouraging going forward. Hopefully he can stay on this tear because I mean he's averaging crazy numbers over the last like five or so games. And they're gonna need it going forward because they need to make up some ground. This is a game that they that they needed. <laughs> they did, they did. And they definitely have to make up some ground. Like our next opponents are the Lakers, and you know it's kind of uh could be a, a whistle fest there to where uh, they're going to get all these foul calls or whatever, which I, I still think we've been doing pretty well with not fouling. I just mm. think we keep getting the short end of the stick on some just phantom calls or whatever. Um, yet we're still able to persevere and still kind of be in these games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even everything seems to be stacked against us. So that's one thing, but it's kind of like, uh, why do we have to work that hard that, right. you know, just for, uh, just get a fair whistle. <laughs> just come on. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, I mean, as a team, we shot more free throws than the Kings tonight, but Steph only shot one of those free throws. And it's like, you watch the game. Steph didn't get fouled just one time. Right. Like, come on. This is it's, it's actually crazy at this point. Like I'm just tired of watching it. I'm tired of watching him go to the basket get absolutely hacked. Guys are reaching for the ball, smacking and grabbing his arms. He's having to contort his body one way and throw it up. And then he's looking at the refs like, yo, did I not see that? And they don't even like look his way. No, get bumped off the spot. Just nothing to see here, guys. Nothing to see here. Like he's getting the landing space call does not apply to him despite people guarding him on the three closer than anybody in the history of the of the world. Right, more people are, are <laughs> yeah. jumping under his legs. That's why he flicks his legs out when he shoots half the time because guys are underneath his feet when he's landing. Never gets a call on that. Never gets a call on any drives to the basket. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Meanwhile, we got to watch Fox just <laughs> just drive down and just like get bumped once. Yep, and you know bumped off of contact that he initiated and gets a call. And just, Clay's like, what the f-? and now Clay gets attacked. And it's like, yeah, what are we doing here? Like, literally, what are we doing? I don't understand what they're looking for. Um, but even yeah, he could get busted up in the head, and they still wouldn't call because remember, Jaron Jackson Jr. literally landed on literally top of him. Yeah, no call. I mean, <laughs> it was like <laughs> <who> <laughs> <Okay>. is <laughs> Hall of Famer one of the very, very best players that we've ever had in the NBA. And he just like, can't get normal calls, not even superstar, call, not superstar calls. We don't want that. Just, just regular, <laughs> your basic <laughs> run of the mill. You learn this in ref refereeing one one type of calls. Nope. It, not crazy. at all. It, but, it, and, and teams know that. So they keep grabbing, they keep doing that. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. He ain't gonna get called that we're not gonna get called for it. So yep. we could really play some defense. Right. And it's like the the Shaq thing, or even yeah. to, a, to another extent, like the LeBron thing. It's like this is the only chance mm-hmm. the defense has. I mean, oh, you don't want to say with LeBron, but this is the only chance the defense has, right? So we have yeah. to we have to give them a little bit of leeway with the physicality. And it's like, uh, you could just call it. I mean, you could just call it. Especially the blatant ones. Right. Like, I mean, they'll probably doing it eventually because yeah. they don't want to get they don't want to foul out. So it is what it is. 
Um, this has been an entire, this is a thing. This has been a thing for his whole career. It has, it has yet. It still frustrates us because we just see the disparity and just, just how blatant some are that just don't get called and they're quick to call it on the other end. So it's just like, what do we have to do? What mm -hmm. do we have to do? And then if something is said, we get it worse. So it's like, okay, we can't win. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can't win. All right, let's look ahead and schedule. We got the Lakers next, you said? Yeah. Don't we play them Saturday, I think? We do. We do. That is a must mm. win. <laughs> if there's a must win yeah. regular season game, it's that one. Um, both because we need to make up ground, but it's also because it's the Lakers, obviously. Right, right. Um, it's always going to be a must win. <laughs> always going to be a must Look, win. from here on out, it's a must win. Every game is a must win. <laughs> Get back to 500. Like, yeah. 19 and 23 is gross. You're officially Ugh. in the second half of the season. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So, you got to start winning some games. That's, it is what it is. Got to start winning some games. And the trade deadline is, what is that, two Thursdays from now? So, it's, it's in two weeks. Was it February 6th or something like that? So, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like February 8th or something like that. But yeah, so they got two weeks to see what they got, win some games, get closer to 500, then further away, and see <laughs> see if you can make some noise. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dunleavy, he was on the pregame show talking about trades, but kind of just saying hey we'll see we'll see where we're at you know Draymond's back we'd like to see what it looks like with him back you know for some games and then we'll reassess but yes mm -hmm. he was not giving anything away <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're all just gonna have to wait and see I mean 
Yeah. Your boy Andrew, he he hit two threes. He hit two threes. I mean, and he missed one too. But no, I'm just saying he did hit some <laughs> some threes, but <laughs> still a work in progress. I, I will say that. Better on the defensive end. There were just some kind some plays where it's just like you gotta secure that. Like, come on. I mean, You're all alone. You're all by yourself. Yeah, you gotta grab that board. Like I, I just, but I will give it to him. He has been active. He did come in with the same energy as last night, wouldn't you say? He, he, for me, he didn't come in kind of looking like where where we're questioning. Like Andrew, mm. where are you? Are, are you are you with us today? <laughs> it wasn't that. Because he he was in the mix, I will I will give him that. Yeah, I give him that. He was in the mix. Yeah, just, his handle yeah. is still very questionable, and I, yeah. I don't I don't understand it. I mean, that's never going to be. That's never. It's, gonna be it's just not going to be fixed. It's just it's never going to be fixed. No work he can do to improve it at all. Well, there's work that you can do. Oh, okay. I just think I mean these are like to me these are like bare minimum things like the play well, but, this is, but remember where we were at i know and this prior to so, so this we're just like okay <laughs> look at you <laughs> that's what makes it so sad i mean he was six for eight today he did make shots which is nice um he had 17 points six for eight grabbed four rebounds had four assists so he was productive in the stat sheet it just you don't feel his presence on the court much in my opinion like defensively he's i mean he's just playing harder in certain aspects but he's also just like kind of loopy a little bit like there's plays that he there's even more plays that he could be making that he just doesn't make whether it be mm. from uh, a, a moment of i don't, I don't want to say laziness but a moment of just like not applying his motor to to where it should be or just kind of mentally not thinking fast enough or whatever the case may be like do you have too a specific do you have a well, specific play in this game? Well, there's one for sure where like Dario's isolated with Darian Fox on the on the wing, mm -hmm. and Wiggins just kind of like standing in the paint for no like doing nothing. It's like you can count in three seconds, basically. Yeah, yeah. He could have got a three seconds to be honest. It's like he was just yeah. standing right there. Like, can you just help Dario, please? Dario got left in the dust, obviously, and and obviously. It's like plays like that, like just be a, a dynamic player, like just go and make a play happen. Don't just be the guy reacting. And that's that's kind of been my biggest uh, issue with him. He reacts to stuff now instead of being like, I'm proactive. You through. Yeah. Yeah. In 2022, like the defense that he was playing before, it was very much like I'm forcing you into something that you don't want to do or I'm going to go out of my way to prevent this play from happening. Like that's the stuff that Draymond does. You'll see Draymond temporarily out of position a lot because he's just trying to put out a fire somewhere else or he's trying to create a fire for the other team somewhere else and then he'll just run back to where he's supposed to be we need more players like that like obviously everyone's not Draymond level but when you see your big man on an island with De'Aaron Fox and you're not guarding nobody just go double bro like <laughs> just go double stuff like that Get in the yeah. game, get in the mix some way. Like try to make a play. I, I'd rather see you make a mistake trying to make a play rather than like just sitting there and watching somebody get cooked. 
and, and then like, and then foul because you're you're two seconds late there. Yeah, and, and you do the little the back like, cuts and, the ball. Yeah, yeah, that type mm-hmm. of stuff kills. Me. Even I think maybe on the last one of the last plays where the Kings got a rebound back, an offensive rebound back. I think maybe Kevin Kevin heard and missed a three or something like that. And like Steph's battling for the rebound. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm like, bro, Andrew, you're like right there just watching everything. Well, he went <laughs> up. He did get hit in the it. face too. But but I but I get it. It's it's one of those like how do you, you know that that ball is coming out, but you you gotta be the one to be like, yes. I got this. Cause plus you're taller mm-hmm. and you've got more hops, but Curry ends up with it. Yeah, and unfortunately, he, you know, was out yeah. of bounds with it. Which, but that was that was a crucial one. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, it, it's plays mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, got to be a player that can make those plays because I mean, Steph and Clay are not twenty seven years old. They're not twenty eight years old like you are. And even if they were, they don't have half of the physical gifts that you have. So you have to go out there and just make use of those physical gifts like Jonathan is doing it offensively you know like defensively he can get even better he will get better over his career but like at least for sure on the offensive end he's like I am the best athlete out here and you have no answer for me like I'm dunking everything and you can't do nothing with me meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile they call a lot of the same plays for Andrew and it's like let me just settle for a jumper let me try to do like a in and out crossover it's not gonna go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go in on them, but it's like, bro, right. we need more. Like, we really just need more. Like, it's not yeah, enough. Maybe like, it's yeah, maybe he played hard like, today. He did, yeah. But you know what? Maybe he turns it all the way up. Like, turn it all the way up on defense, and guess what? Your offense will probably come back to you. I hope so. I mean, I hope we can so. Only hope for these next two weeks. Yeah. he's gone you think he's gone wow yeah i think he's gone i think he's gone okay i mean both from a uh from a play standpoint and from just a money standpoint like they definitely don't want to hold on to this money for this for as long as they have him on the contract if this is what they're going to be getting if he was somehow just as good as when he played at the beginning of last year or even better it's like oh we can't lose Wait, because we're gonna pay that money, but it's like, bro, we paying yeah. this much for for this long for this, where we're sitting, we're sitting you for extended periods of time for Corey Joseph. Kojo should not have played seventeen minutes tonight. Seventeen whole minutes, but look, seventeen because Steve Kerr doesn't want to play Andrew Wiggins more than the thirty that he played him. It's like, you got to stay right here, homie. Yeah. We're going to feature you just enough so Mm -hmm. somebody going to call for you, but we're not going to really, really put you out there too longer than need be. Yeah. Like, he should be playing like 38 minutes in these type of games. If you got two wings injured, Moses and Gary, that means Wiggins, you play pretty much 40 minutes for a little bit, like. But he don't get to play that because it's not a productive 40, you know, like at least in terms of impact and the things that he can be doing. But right. yeah, so I think I think he's gone. It depends on what he's gone for. Is it a straight up salary dump or is it 
Are you trying to get a player back? I hope they get a player back for him, but we'll see. Um, and if he's not gone, then I, I hope he turns. I hope he turns it around. Like we, because well, we need that player. I'm like, that's there's no other option. There's no other option. You have to turn it around. Period. Point blank. So yeah, yeah. So we'll I see. mean, hey, we've got the Lakers coming up, and then the Sixers. So plenty of uh <laughs> yeah. some good conversation people, right mm-hmm. that let's see what you got let's see what you got you got anything else no i just i mean i hope that we have wins in our future in our mm-hmm. near near future yeah coming up <laughs> i hope we have defense in our near future well that too that too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got Moody and Gary in our near future. They started workouts, um, light workouts, I think, individual. They probably mm-hmm. should be back. Moody before uh, Gary. I think Moody probably, because they said he would be reevaluated in a week. And I think come next week, this is the reevaluation time for them to say, yeah, he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because we would like to see him back. Uh, I'm sure he's itching to get back out there and we could use him. Definitely can use we him. Literally can. So mm-hmm. cool. So let's pray for that. Let's hope we can get Moses and Gary back as soon as possible. We need their, you know, athleticism, defense, and everything that they bring to the team. Yeah. Just the team making. They're playing. Yeah all of that stuff so yeah we will see you guys next time follow us on everything instagram x subscribe <laughs> on youtube like the video like the podcast all right leave a comment on the video leave a positive review all of that good stuff share word of mouth all of that um and we appreciate everything that you guys do Boom. You see that? Fireworks. <laughs> That's how you make us feel. <laughs> but um, yeah, we will catch you guys on the next one. They play the Lakers and we will do post game after that. So we'll see you then. All Peace. right. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.